Hi, I am so glad to be back and talking with you guys all today. It is really exciting to finally be doing this again. It's been a long time and I have waited for a while to really feel like I was ready to come back. I needed to also work on other things in my life. So I'm grateful that God gave me this inspiration today to really get started back into things in a small extent since I have now shifted, if you haven't already noticed, that I don't use this as much of a business anymore. I'm trying to use this as a passion project to bring any goodness into the world and to help you know, anyone that needs it. I want to share God's light in any way with what experiences I have learned. And I have a lot to speak with you today about and kind of a little bit of a story of what I've been going through and what's in my heart. So I'm excited to talk with you. But a few things, like I said, I what's changed about me. If you missed that memo, I used to be an intuitive eating and mental health coach. And I did that for a few years. And that was really fun. But for a while, it was only paying for itself. And I was starting to feel like I needed to shift gears. It's not like I didn't like it anymore. But I also did feel pulled to being more at home with my children and working on my own testimony and working on my own marriage. And whatever it is that God had planned for me to learn, I, it was not going to be putting a little more effort into the business. And so it was a cool opportunity to be able to slow that down and kind of shut those doors. It's still always open, but that we were able to make it financially too with my husband going back and doing his second job. Back when I started coaching, he um, stopped doing his second job of personal training and I asked him to do that. And of course he was nervous, but he was kind enough to give me that time. I just knew I wasn't going to be able to uplift anything if it was so much on my plate and so much on his plate. And where would the kids be? Where would the house be? <laughs> so, um, I, I'm really grateful that at the beginning of the year, I started to have those feelings. I need to close those doors. That was a great season. I could probably do it, get it again, but at this time and place, it'll be a good idea to shut the doors for a bit, um, or at least not put a ton of focus in it. And then he was able to get clients very quickly. And I mean, people sometimes throughout the couple years since I had told him to stop, they would text him back. Hey, are you doing it again? Are you doing it again? And I am so grateful for those people. These are honestly friends that we have grown to love over the years because he did personal training for a long time before that. And um, it's quite cool that that filled up quickly. And there's always a need for people trying to be healthy. And of course, him and I don't always have the same opinions about losing weight versus not losing weight is the best way to go. You know, I'm more of that intuitive eating side of how I believe in things, but he's doing a lot of good and people really love his work that he does and his motivation. So I wanted to speak to you guys about that today, about where I went. <laughs> it was pretty cool though. Once I kind of stepped step back, especially since there was a lot of undercover expenses for the business, I was able to let go of those things and not stress and worry that my mind was open up to more of what was to come for me. And I've always known we wanted to move um, from where we are now um, because it isn't our forever house. And I think any of our neighbors would probably agree <laughs> that this particular house isn't a forever house. You know, it's on a tenth of an acre. 
Um, I have a dog. I don't even have a fence, but I have to put him on a tie out when I do have him outside and just feeling a little bit um, squishy, but it's still a comfortable place. More, more in the fact that I have always had this dream to homestead. Um, I grew up that way to an extent. Um, I, I grew up on some acreage, not necessarily my parents were homesteaders, but that um, we had cows and chickens and pigs and a little orchard and a little garden and it was on two and a half acres and more or less it's just the community. I really loved um, how it was smaller and I got to, I, I knew people better than I, I feel like when you're squished together with all these people in these in these suburbs and in these urban areas you don't really even get to know who everyone is even though they're so squished together because they're kind of wanting their space and that's a natural thing to feel um but i i felt this desire about two years ago come to me I, i after i went through a crisis like i've talked about here on this podcast before um in 2020 after I'd gotten better for the year and took time still for myself to just explore what do I want next, I had gone through just an amazing coming to Christ experience and becoming a new creature. What would I like to do next? And I, I came down to I want to be outside with my family creating something. And that kind of creation is like playing house on a grand level with, uh, with land and animals and gardening and having wide open spaces and getting back to the land and being able to be in a community that can share my values and be away from the hustle and bustle and the noise of the world. And so I knew, okay, that's it. That's what I want. I felt that vision. It felt so right. So good. And I knew it was going to take a long time to get to that point. So I even, so starting then I started, you know, having Zillow alerts come to me to just have an idea of whenever properties came to me or homes came to me that I would have an idea of understanding what this whole language is with homesteading and really starting to do this. And I had to quickly figure out, okay, do I want to buy an existing home or do I want to buy my own lot? And I went through back and forth on things and decided I would really like to buy a lot and really have this be my own creation from the start. And, oh, okay, what kind of home would I put on there? That would be a lot of work, um, having to build a custom home out there. And then the Spirit kind of guided me over to manufactured homes. I don't need much. I don't need anything too fancy. And they are so, they're so beautiful still and they're functional and they work great and they actually build them really nice these days. So I've been, I've looked into those and it's just been fun to over the years be able to see those come through sometimes and then do YouTubes and talk to people and meet up with people, go visit the manufactured housing warehouse, go and actually visit the directions of the places I'd like to go, whether it be east or south or west. That's so much further away from the city so that I feel like we're really getting, you know, our, our, our space and our country feel. And I've been doing that, you know, on and off as kind of a hobby of mine and to chase my dream. But I have to mention, you know, one thing in all this is my husband, (laughs) he is not for it. And he knows at this point though, I've talked about it for a long time that he, so kind of him, it's not his dream but he sees how much it is my dream. And it's been 
scary to him to think that I want to do this. But over the time, I didn't want to push it on him. And I know he's a city person. He grew up that way. He was born and raised in Eugene, Oregon, his whole life in the same house in the city. And it's, you know, we're both different and that's okay. And he has, we both have the similar dream that we want to be together more as a family. And we really feel, I really feel like that can do that. And he says, okay, I think let's do it. This is more for you. I, and it's been really cool to see him come that way. So I wanted to mention that since he's a trooper. Um, so I, I, back in January, like I said, when I stopped doing the business, I thought I would start doing more of the research. I told my husband, I, I need something to do for me <laughs> that I feel like I'm working on as a consecutive project. And that was going to be it is now my part-time little part-time work. I was already putting into the business, which ended up being about 15 hours a week would be now 15 hours a week or whatever it, it be towards researching about the homestead. And all the things, I have just learned so much. Water rights, water shares, zoning, making sure it would be great to be in a green belt zoned area so we can get the tax right off, making sure I have water that isn't so salty and I can grow things because if you drill a well somewhere that's too remote, it might just be too salty. Having um, power close enough by and having to use propane if there isn't natural gas around. Um, so it's not necessarily, I want to off grid, but there's kind of, there's these pros and cons to these lots. Um, some might have some of those utilities nearby and some might not. So it's been kind of every single property has, has, has its own story. I can't really, um, look at them, you know, apples, apples. Each one is just so different from the other. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun. So I, I did that for a couple months. And what had happened, and I think I was a, I was kind of doing a few things on the side with the business, not a ton, just a little bit, and I missed it. And ma- mainly it was just like maybe a couple hours a week towards posting something or talking with someone and recording a podcast with someone. Um, but I missed it. I missed that connection. And um, I knew I still wanted to do the homestead, of course, but... Um, I think God had some plans for me to learn another lesson and that lesson was to go through some pretty rough depression for a little while and um, for a couple months for about two months um, I went through some really rough depression again and I really felt you know a demon was always on my back I had a curated demon and I've talked about this before that really was after me or multiple, just all, all Satan, of course, led by Satan to distract me from whatever good I am to do next for me and my family and the plan that is meant for us here on earth to derail me and to derail my marriage. And my husband and I had gone through a really, we're going through a really rough time during this time and, um, almost to the point of separating and it was really rough. And, um, I think partly there was just all, there was just partly that he was really nervous about the homestead and I didn't want to push on him but partly we were not um getting along and his mental health um was also affecting me I've had mental health my mental health things affect him and um what was really hard is um his mental health things were now really affecting me and um I don't want to go too much detail but it's it became, I could tell, Satan was just really after us. He really wants to tear us apart. And um, 
he is a force to be reckoned with, my my husband. So I think that's why Saint's really after him. I'm somewhat type A, but really he is amazingly type A and gets things done. <laughs> and the two of us together have done so much good. And he knows that. And he knows we can do incredible things together. And we're a team. And it's been so fun to raise family with him. But it's we we have gone through these times before. And back in 2020, it was similar. And I'm sure a lot of people can understand. And, you know, it's always a little taboo to talk about this kind of thing. But I've had some people say, you know, I'm grateful that you have. Because sometimes I just feel like everyone has it great. But, you know, relationships are so hard. It's the hardest thing. And it's the hardest thing, but the most fulfilling thing. If you can figure it out right with your spouse. Um, I'm not saying to put up with anything that is intolerable in in a relationship but to truly try hard and that satan is attacking the family right now which i'll get back to in a little bit as i talk about some other things it's it was really cool though i want to say in this sense that i felt the savior's influence in my life during this eight weeks of fire it felt like fire really feeling like we were going to separate. My depression was just really bad. I could not, I could not think. And my, I was so, so depressed. I was not myself again. I thought, I thought I'd been past this before, but I've, I prayed so hard and I had as much humility as I could muster, but with how I was still frustrated that I was going through this, just pleading with God to help make this right again and to heal us and to make our marriage and our my life whole again because I am I was sick and our relationship was sick and I did feel that power of the atonement in Christ and I know he's there specifically for me and I'm excited for that day to meet him again and hug him maybe just take a second just to stare at the the odd is to finally see him again but to finally give him that hug at his feet probably of how grateful I am for taking me out of those dark times even though it was um, a short time it felt like an eternity within those times and I'm sure anyone listening has been through that sometimes those moments they just they feel like an eternal loop that you're never going to get out of but there's only one reason it's because you are to be prepared for better you're a refiner's fire and as far as an analogy for this, during this time, there was one particular story that I read about, I think it was Elder Uchtdorf talking about the fires in California that happened a few years back. And how all these houses burned down. But they went, when they went to go look back in the rubble, there was pottery that was left. And if any, if any rubble was left that was untouched, un, un, you know, yeah, untouched by the, the fire, you know what I'm saying? It's that the pottery had remained and everything else burnt because the pottery had already gone through before. Any normal person has a few pieces of pottery in their house. I know I have just a few, but that those kept because they had already gone through that fire before. And I felt the spirit tell me, Laura, you have been kept through because you have gone through this fire before as well. Back when I was back in it in 2020 
And I know 2020 is that common phrase, but I, for some reason, that's just when it happened for me. I was to finally face all my traumas and demons and year-long mental health crisis, going through rehab for a month away from my family, going through a bunch of different medications to help my suicide thoughts and my severe depression. And um, all for the better to have me go through, you know, a couple, few years later, a hard time with myself again and my marriage. And I can imagine it'll happen again and it'll happen again. And I welcome it because it is the price I'm willing to pay to know my Savior. And I have gotten to know him in that way only because of those trials. And I'm grateful for that and for whatever trial you're going through. It, I'm sure it's the same story. So keep through if it's that you're in the hard time. It's worth it. It's the price that is worth paying and to not lose the faith. So isn't that wonderful that it comes out on the other side of wonderful, beautiful miracles? <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a lot going on. I just can't believe that everything's fast paced, but God doesn't stop there because I was finally ready to hear and op- be open to the idea of um, Christ coming again and really realizing this is a thing that is going to happen. Um, it And so once I finally got better, I... I was, and my husband and I were doing better slowly. Um, I was, my mom is one of those people that is a little bit different and I love her to pieces. Um, But she kept mentioning to me, you know, there's going to be hard times ahead. There's going to be hard times ahead. And she had me, she came into town and she had me come with her to a conference. She came with my stepdad. She got married. My mom got remarried about a year and a half ago. And my stepdad is a lot like this too, where he's a little different and believes in the ends of times. And he's a little, he's a prepper and my mom has now become more of a prepper as well. And it actually is in my blood. My grandparents are are preppers as well. And they had their own freeze dried business while they were retired and they sold it out of their house in the mountains of Arizona. And I, I, I actually am now realizing it's okay (laughs) to have a little bit of that in, in me. So anyway, back to, I went with this, went, went to a conference with my, my parents and this conference is a little bit different. You know, they're all LDS people, but it's called the Book of Mormon Evidence Conference. And I think it was, um, it was established about 30 years ago to talk more about really there is the, there's evidence of the Book of Mormon here in the Americas. There's only the really are the true promised land is the Americas. They didn't happen down in the South, in South America. That it w- as everyone would in the past would kind of believe that and we'd picture Aztec and Mayan ruins that way but actually there's only one Camorra and it is in New York and that's where it happened before and this is promised land so anyway I tad- I'm a tad- tangent on that but it's now evolved to just all subjects relating to some of these more um theories that maybe not the regular folks talk about like last days um I mean, good things too of how to um, honor our constitution and how we can become more politically active that way, how to help our families become more prepared, learning about science and not how maybe the real world teaches it. And there are booths there and people and Tim Ballard comes, of course, everyone loves him and he talks about his constitutional stuff. I only went for one day since my 
I, I wasn't sure if I'd be all that open to it and it'd be all, all my thing. And I think one day it was probably good enough for me to get what I needed, especially when I can go home and do my own study and being uh, with my kids, away from my kids for that long is sometimes harder, but my husband was good to let me go. But I had felt in my heart, there's some truth here. And one particular nugget that God really told me was, if I don't heed some of these truths, in parentheses, because I don't want to be seen as a weirdo, (laughs) as a lot of my family might think my mom is, my stepdad is, and kind of we make fun of them um, in, you know, in good spirits. But if I don't heed some of these truths, I'm going to miss something. I'm going to miss some actual truth here just for the sake of not being seen as a weirdo. Now, is that worth it? No, it's not worth it. (laughs) And so these truths of you know, the second coming, that there are many signs happening right now. And one of the biggest reasons that they say the Book of Mormon is the truest of all books is because it's for our day. History is going to repeat itself in the exact same things that the Nephites went through during that time before Christ's first coming is what we're going through now, even by the year. And so I, of course, can go into more detail on this in other podcasts. I'm not an expert by all means. There are people that I've been researching and been looking in the scriptures for myself and Revelations and in Daniel, and especially like I'm saying with um, the analogies, the literal analogy of the Book of Mormon, that there are timestamps that can help us know that. And I guess that helped me to know, okay, having that timestamp helped me to realize I need to hurry up, even though it shouldn't be that way. I should just always hurry up, but I'm normal. I'm in, I have a na- I have the natural man tendency to be comfortable. Um, and then God had also kind of told me, um, within all my fun of wanting to do the homestead of you, there's actually another reason you have this desire and I've given you this, this desire to have a homestead. That's because you may need to have a place, a a refuge when things get harder and you need to do it sooner than later and you need to get moving sooner than later. But I'm of course waiting right now. I'm still searching, but I'm waiting for that right place. I I have a feeling I will know what it is when it comes to what I'm trying to do my due diligence to understand what all the things are and it's been fun to learn. I, let me say that much. Sometimes I feel silly being this blonde girl over here trying to figure out <laughs> what all the things are to make the utilities work when I'm talking to these farmer realtors. Anyway, they're so nice. But it was such a test. It's been such a testimony builder to research and learn of these things and have it be part of my entertainment rather than having um, the things of the world be my entertainment. Of course. It's good to have an imagination and see good things, but to read out of good books and hear from good people's truth is universal. Um, and I guess there's a few people you can look into. I've really liked the Gospel Lessons YouTube channel. That one's been really cool and really concise and clean cut to learn. And a lot of, not not as much conjecture, just a lot of scriptures. So you, you and he points them for you in all the different directions to help you understand so you can make up your mind. Um, I really like Morgan Philpot. He is not necessarily um, on a YouTube channel. He used to be um, 
work for Congress, but he's here in Utah and I just love his ideas. Um, but he's been on a few podcasts I've listened to. I've loved Rhonda and Farrell Pickering. I think they have been my favorite so far and, and having, they figuring out, you know, Daniel talks about all these different numbers in the book of Daniel and having it correlate with when things are going to happen and, you know, seven years of plenty, seven years of, um, really hard times and supposedly lining up with the solar eclipse was the start of our seven years of plenty in 2017 and then ending next year, 2024, (laughs) um, and seeing what will happen there. But it's, it's really cool to have other like-minded people and I have the means to know and hear from them through YouTube and other places and podcasts that there's this exchange of information i'm sure like they say in the scripture they saw this back in the day they were just probably so amazed by what we could do now me talking to you right now is part of that it's so fun so cool um but i need to mention here that it's the spirit in the scriptures even me i became tempted just to watch those things and not have my own time to pray and read about it but i knew and the spirit told me you need to also Stop binging these videos and podcasts and find out for yourself what's true. And I have, and I continue to as I find more knowledge and um, understanding. And also God telling me, okay, you've learned enough. Let's get to work. And that's part of it too. So it's getting kind of long here. I wanted to end with what I'm doing is what I feel like will be the right direction to go. Um, Of course, I want to spread the goodness here on the podcast. And I actually have some podcast guests that I need to share with you guys. I actually already recorded, but that was before I went through that really hard time for the few, um, you know, the beginning of the year. So I'm going to repost those, or I'm going to finally post those. Um, I would love to talk some about the second coming, but mainly just pointing to places that can give you that information better than I can actually teach it, maybe doing some of that teaching. Um, from what I've gathered and sharing the truth there. Um, and of course, I'm a jack of all trades in a lot of ways. And that's what's cool about this now being a passion project rather than making money. I could be free about it. I feel like I can just share what's on my heart, share what's in my mind, what I'm currently thinking about and really pondering on. And intuitive eating is still something I like to share sometimes because I really think it could help people, especially for times ahead. If you're stuck, worrying about your body and the way you look and what you're going to be eating and having next all the time and binging and then purging through exercise or even if you are I had gotten to that point where I was wanting to um you know actual purge I knew that's when I really was having a hard time so whatever way you are in your disordered eating I know we all have ways we can get some help there um I would love to talk about that and mental health and it would be really helpful I think for us to be prepared mentally for anything to be in the future and it's great to have conversation and to share and send the emails and have the podcast and on social media too to share there so I'm so excited to you know be sharing a little bit more again and I was thinking too as far as what I can give is I would love to give free sessions again. Not as far as the ones that I did before where it would be a discovery call to see if you'd want to work with me. But honestly, just 
no obligation free sessions, just an hour to help you with whatever you're needing. So look out for that. And I think that will really help people. I just want to share whichever way I can. And um, I've been helped so much during this time. Actually, I had a really great um, mentor help me again. She helped me in the past. She's a little bit more forward thinking in that way or awake, as some people would say. There's a difference between woke and awake. (laughs) If you don't like the woke movement, which I'm sure if you're listening to me or someone like me, I in LDS and conservative in that way, it's this whole woke movement is really hard. So I can go off on that. But if you are awake, you see things as they are and the truth of it. And you have Christ be your king and not the politics, not the forcing of things onto people and looking for Christ to come and look, having those signs be your motivation just to be more excited that it's going to happen. And that we will finally live in a world where there won't be so much of this wickedness day to day. So I'm excited for that. And I really believe that. And excited to share a little bit with you guys also. And plus also I've I wanted to see if maybe if you feel like it would be cool. If you would like to see me post about my homesteading journey. Tell me if you think that would be great to see and follow along. I don't think I'd be a full on YouTuber with vlogging about it. But I'm trying to figure out that would be kind of a cool experience to put people through so tell me if you think that would be cool thank you guys for listening to me rant and I'm so excited to be talking a little bit again sometimes I might step out because life gets busy but hope you guys have a great day and please remember to like I said remember that whatever you're going through is worth the price to is worth the price to pay to know your savior Jesus Christ and to be ready to welcome him in and I will see you guys next time